Hey friends and fans of the Nosh Podcast, it's Sarah. I just wanted to give you guys a quick heads up that the sound isn't perfect on this episode. We recorded, some of us were in LA and some of us were in New York. Um, so it's below what we ideally would have as our sound, but just bear with us. It's a great episode and I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. You can always count on me. Cause you know that your friends are always there. Hi everyone, welcome to the Nosh Podcast. We're talking about Are You the One? This is episode 10. 10. And they really left us on a cliffhanger, huh? I'm Natasha. I'm Sarah. I'm Phil. Yay! Yay, Phil! And, and I'm Chelsea, live from my mama's bedroom. In New York, York City. City. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Be leading because I didn't take notes, but well, I remember everything. I think we start with saying that our our podcast has become wildly successful overnight. We had Max last. So if you haven't listened to that, which honestly, that um, who are you? We're wildly popular now. And uh, Phil actually couldn't park outside of my apartment because there's just so many people swarming my house. There's paparazzi literally on the hood of my car. Everywhere. Yeah, oh but... Oh my God, I just shoved them away. Actually, though, ten, we got over 10 times as many listens on our Max episode. So thank you guys so much. We're so happy to have you if you're new to the pod. Though uh, we stay faithful to our OG fans, uh, the Patreon subscribers. We know who you are. You know who you are and you're mostly our parents so you know us very well <laughs> um, and also so Chelsea you're in New York what have you been doing there um, I've been sleeping in drinking coffee drinking wine watching TV and oh yeah I went to the are you the one viewing party on Monday what? How tell us. Just kidding. You did tell us. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to basically live tweet you from the whole thing. Um, it was amazing, honestly. And if you are in the New York area, you should absolutely go to this viewing party. So it's in Bushwick. So it's maybe a little ways out for some of us, but um, it's totally worth it. It's downstairs in this kind of bar dance area in this club, and it's kind of a small space, so I'd recommend getting there early so you can get a seat. I did not get a seat, uh, but it was okay because basically what I did was I walked in, I brought my sister, and she had no idea what any of this was or like has never heard of this show or anything like that. Um, and <laughs> she was like, what the hell is this? Um, and like the first person I saw was Nor, and I was like, I'm not just gonna like come off the street and just go up to Nor right away. <laughs> so I kind of like just grabbed a drink and went downstairs, went to the like super packed area, couldn't get a seat, and then went into this like other area where there's hardly anyone and a couple of TVs. And I was like, yes, this place hasn't been discovered yet. And who was sitting at the bar but Remy? And I just was like, ah, and I just like put my hand in my heart and I was like oh Remy oh my gosh da, da, da. and I was like I don't he doesn't know me I don't know him but uh, like it was just totally one of those like celebrity moments 
And I was like, ah, I'm sorry. I, was, I introduced myself. I said it was from the Notch podcast, actually. And you knew what that was. So that was cool. And um, what happened then? Oh, and then, okay, so this is what was crazy. So I had just flown in that day. And I'll try to make this quick. I could make this very long, but I'll try to make this very quick. I just went in that day and I hadn't had much sleep and I hadn't had much food. And this drink that I got, I had like three sips of it and it went straight to my head. And I just became sort of like loopy and giggly and not my best self. And so I said, we were just kind of talking and I was like, yeah, you're the most famous top in New York. <laughs> and I just sort of saw his face like sort of shift. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, that's a persona. Like that's not really who he is. And maybe he doesn't really like that. And sure enough, we saw in this episode, which we'll get to later. He doesn't, that's not like his favorite way to be referred to. <laughs> um, but all that said, he was still super nice. Um, and then I met Paige and she was really nice. And I got pictures with both of them. Um, and then I met Justin and I felt really stupid about my interaction with him. Cause I just felt like I was like, Again, like, so just like, ah, ah, like, I don't know, talking in like the, a register that I am not normally talking in. And uh, he sort of like went away. And my sister was like, you like him. You're like fangirling all over that guy. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel like such an idiot. And he came back a little later and I sort of like calmed down. And me and Remy and Paige were like all hanging out and like talking about the episode. And it was really cool and natural and I, I loved it. And it was really, really fun to watch the episode with them sort of around. It wasn't their first time watching it. They'd seen it, most of them, a couple of times. So they weren't, like, getting their live reactions or anything like that. But I'll, I'll kind of pepper in some other things from it um, during as we talk about it because it was really sweet to watch them. Um, one other thing I just want to note, which is, like, cool content that if you weren't there, you wouldn't have heard. So at the end of the night – like they all got up and they made like closing remarks. So this is like this totally silly, like drunken, like beyond slay performed. Like they were dressed like a traffic cone and like did two original songs. And it was like, it was like kind of like silly, colorful, just like MTV kind of a night. And then at the end, they made like these closing remarks that were deep as fuck. And it was just so like this cast and like Remy got on the mic and he was like, we really feel y'all. Thank you so much for the support. And Dion Slay was like, we're talking about deep ass shit. You know, we're saying Jonathan, um, we're giving him a hard time and saying that he's the least woken one in the house, but he has to break down what every gay person in all of America has to break down, which is their idea of what femininity means to them. Can we talk about how complex this is? I mean, they're like dressed like a traffic cone, you know, like keep, they keep doing like the like, bam, bam, bam sound, but it was like really deep content. And then Paige gets on the mic and she's like, you know, um, uh, y'all do something kind for somebody. That's the best that this queer community can do. Reach out and tell people who we are. All we want to do is love. You love who you love, and that's beautiful. And Remy's in the background going, pay it forward, pay it forward. And then Paige goes, let's show them how we, let's show them by how we love. And then Remy grabs the mic and he goes, I think Nora and Paige should hug right now. And so Nora and Paige got together and they hugged and like everyone was taking pictures and stuff. Um, and so it's like on the internet that Nora and Paige hugged, but I'm like, Remy kind of orchestrated it. And I don't know if they're BFF, but at least, you know, it was sweet that they, they hugged and maybe they have a little bit come to terms with all of the weird animosity between them. So 
it was a super fun cute night and if you're are you the one fan this is like heaven for that um so please go check out the vault what's that we do it every every time the episode airs i think so yeah every time every monday that the episode is on of course we have two weeks to wait um but i believe Basit hosts it every monday at the vault in brooklyn new york Great. Yeah, that Thank is you. awesome. I'm so jealous. I would die to meet Remy. I love her so much. Well, should I tell them a little spoiler? It's what spoiler? No, I don't think we should about talk about spoilers. Well, no, no, the spoiler of the of my evening of what yeah, Remy sure. said to me at the end. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so very last thing before I left, Remy like caught up with me and he was like yo, I'll be on your podcast. Hit me up. Which was like, what? That's so crazy. So I think Remy's going to come on our podcast. It'll probably be like about a month and a half in the future when he's out in LA so we can all be in the same place and get that good audio production on. But I thought it was super sweet that he offered to be on our show and uh, we're super psyched to talk to him. I think he might be the only one that I would be like very starstruck to see. Well, and Sarah, can I tell them what you said, which is that you'd bottom for him? Oh, wait, no, that wasn't you. <laughs> we would all bottom. Yeah, that was like, yeah. <laughs> but it was me. Thank you. For- we would all. <laughs> I said I would bottom for him, and we all would bottom. Yeah. Or just. I'll jump on that train. Yeah. I'll run that train. All around. You'll run that train. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about Let's episode. get into the episode. Thank you so much, For Chelsea. everyone who hasn't turned this off yet. No, I'm just Chelsea, kidding. Chelsea, thank you for yeah. going all the way to New York so that you could experience that party and yeah. talk to us. Uh, well, we, I used some of our, our, our Patreon funds, yeah, yeah, so we, it's coming out of the account. Right. Cool. So the episode starts with a totally innocuous, like, cute little pillow fight that had nothing to do with anything. Love. Knowing how disgusting those pillows are. Doesn't that add an extra layer? New perspective. Max, notably absent from that pillow fight, (laughs) not wanting to get stuck in those pillow germs. Yes. Um, Amber apologizes to Justin, which I thought was very sweet. Um, And he, you know, obviously, he's such a gentleman and was saying not to... For not to take any blame, but I think it was sweet just for her to acknowledge, like, I really, I really acknowledge and respect your relationship and Max and Max's relationship with you, and I, I didn't mean to, like, you know, cause any drama or anything like that. Right, and then for Justin, yeah. something that we did was mutual. Yeah. Just, yeah, that was really nice, and he also said that Max is an insecure person. Yeah! Like, that, I was like, if I was Max, I wouldn't love to hear that. Yeah. Like that, yeah. It's not accurate. Like, well, I don't think he's like an insecure person, no, like all around. No, in the context of the house, like, right. He like in their relationship, he was insecure yeah. a lot about it. Like meeting him, and like now, he's not right. an insecure person. I mean, rightly but... so, right? Yeah. Mm. I well, love yeah. Amber's velvet pants. Anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice them. This is why it's so good about doing this with other people because we notice different things. Um, I just thought, and I mean, this, we we can go back to this at certain points, other points in the episode, they are really modeling such great communication. I mean, I know they have that challenge and and we'll talk about that and that's a whole like communication thing, but it's like, man, just show us how to have like a real open, honest conversation about 
being attracted to people and relationship possibilities. I mean, I feel like I'm just now in my life and I'm in my thirties. I'll just come out and say it <laughs> like just feeling like I'm learning how to have these kinds of conversations and they're in like their early mid twenties and they're already having these. I mean, they're going to be such pros in a few years. Advanced superhumans. Yeah. They, yeah. And again, part of yeah. that is their, the queerness, I think honestly, and like wanting to, you know, having this in, like insight into yourself and your past relationships. And I think also a part of it is Dr. Frankie's presence and the fact that they're having these conversations with a relationship expert throughout the entire season, and then maybe taking some of that language with them into their personal conversations. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely had the thought when I was watching them, like, wow, they are more mature than I am <laughs> when it comes to relationships. Same. Same. To be like, I'm attracted to you. I'm attracted to you too. Obviously we can't do anything. Yeah, that sucks. I'd really like to. I'd really like to explore you sexually. It's like, what? <laughs> it's great. I feel like we would be that way if we were on the show. Do you? Yeah, because it's a do you? dating show. So right. all yeah. we have to do is talk about how we're into each other and if we should like make out and, and have sex. That's yeah, true. that's true. <laughs> that's true. Remember how Danny was like, yeah, there's basically nothing else to do but like figure out who your perfect match is. Yeah. So. No TV, no phones, no Instagram. I would be. No so poppers, no douches. Yeah, need those those poppers and douches. Um, if anything, I mean, this season maybe they're not. It's not so much that they're really amazing communicators, and maybe everyone in the past has been so bad that they also <laughs> stand out in comparison. Um, but no, I do think that they are really good communicators. I just think like previous seasons have had people who like don't know how to talk to each other at yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> it was definitely a low bar was set. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was just really sweet. I mean, we, we talked about it, but just Amber said, I respect your relationship. Obviously, I'm into you. And Justin said, and that's absolutely fine, Amber. <laughs> and honestly, they, they're very likely to match based on the hubbub around the interwebs. Because uh, if it is not mm -hmm. Jax, which I, Jax. I'm going to be a pessimist with this one and say that it's not Jax. And it's Danny and I. <laughs> and, uh, based on like a couple things, we talked about it a little bit. But I think that... Uh, Justin and Amber are, are the match if it's not Jax and people are also saying that Max and Carrie might be a match mm. so whoa on that for a minute but I think yeah. it might I believe make in Jax I believe in <laughs> Jax have they even ever talked to each other well the problem is like I mean Max didn't really talk to that many people at all because of Justin and Justin like sort of talked to people because he was trying to you know experience more things so I think it's going to be, I mean, I, I hope that they are a match, but I think there's going to be this big like moment of devastation followed by like their actual matches scrambling and being like, well, you, we missed out on this experience because you guys were together the whole time. And oh I just like, God. I could easily see that being the way the last two episodes play out. Well, I don't like to, oh, sorry. I just wanted to say, um, I don't like that at all. <laughs> However. If Max and Carrie are a perfect match, their ship name could be Mary. That's true. Because it's probably better. That could be a clue. That could be a clue. And I guess Cax is like, 
It's like a <laughs> person saying cocks. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like cool. <laughs> Do you think the matchmakers chose who was each other's perfect matches based on their ship name? Maybe. We don't know. It all seems very random. It all seems very random. Okay. <laughs> um, so Kai and Danny were talking, I, and they were like saying like, cheers to fucking up. And Danny said, it's like that Beckett quote, ever tr ever trying, ever failing, no matter, fail again. Which I actually, like, really love that quote. <laughs> he fucked it up. He did. Is I that what you're going to say? No, I was going to say, <laughs> I've never heard that quote, but I like it. <laughs> so, I, I was a little disappointed, I'm, and I'm not trying to be, like, a internet troll and, like, correct him on this, but I was disappointed because I think he actually missed the best part of that quote. I'm going to read it now if I can. It's ever tried, ever failed, no matter, try again, fail again, fail better. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he took out the fail better. And, and there was some a part of it, like he said, ever trying, ever failing. And that's okay. But fail again, fail better is fucking awesome. And internet or a book to like look it up. Yeah, maybe yeah. Uh, he's a victim. True. Edit. It's true. Um, they could have edited that. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fail well, again. Edit. <laughs> no one's gonna call him on any quotes in the house, so he might as well <laughs> say whatever. Every time that Danny starts to talk, Kai is like, "Oh my God, you're saying something so smart. Stop, stop talking right now. You're too smart for me." <laughs> he said, stop booking me. It's sexy. <laughs> I was like, what? Stop booking me. I want to Danny. Danny is just so patient with Kai, like so mm. patient. And part of me wants to be like, Danny, go find passion. Go find. But like, in some ways, maybe it's nice. I don't know. I don't know. That, that whole balance is tricky. Yeah. Later on, and not to jump ahead, um, but later on. Danny talks about how, um, I'm trying to find it in my many notes. Fuck. Oh, oh, he goes, there's a really big difference between what you want. Kai says, there's a really big difference between what you want and what you need. They're talking about that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And Danny's fear is that he'll be what everyone thinks that they need and not what they want. Yeah. yeah. You know? I like really feel for him. I want totally. Him love and like when he looked there was a moment when he was looking at Kai that just the look was like so sweet but like it was like a crazy mix of like very sweet and like loving and caring but like also sad but also like it was just I felt like there was so kind of like searching like like it was like he was like looking into Kai's eyes like could you be you're probably not yeah <laughs> it just felt like there was a lot going on Everyone's in denial about the fact that they're very likely a perfect match, but they are very likely the perfect match. I'm just gonna say it because I mean, who else would they be matched with? We can talk about it. Dan but... Nile. Yeah. Dan um, Nile. That's a good ship name for them. Dan I A I. Oh. About it, who else <laughs> would them be with? I could see Justin and Max with other people in the house, but I have trouble pairing up. Danny and Kai with other people in the house at this point based on like who they've interacted with. Um, and is it worth exploring like maybe I don't want to jump ahead too far but like if we think about the minds of the matchmakers like they paired Basit and Jonathan together which are kind of opposites but also 
have sides of them that are very much in common. Not Nasmin, <laughs> Nora and Jasmine, who clash and have conflict, but are also very similar. And Kai and Danny, I think, would follow that formula. Kai and Danny are not similar. Well, but they, they, there's a certain logic to how they belong together, I guess is what I mean. But they're not similar. You're right. Oh, except for how they dress for the, was it for the math ceremony? Or where, where the fuck were they when they were both wearing that same denim outfit? That was so cute. It was like their little mini match ceremony. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're trying to figure it out. I mean, they matched during that. I also like that Kai asked Danny about his gender expression, and Danny was like, I love wearing, when I wear a skirt, I just feel so sexy. (laughs) I, like, love that. Yeah. Clark Kent in a skirt. And Kai said, yeah, you're like Clark Kent in a skirt. Yeah, that was really cool to hear a guy say that. Like, I just feel so sexy in a skirt. Yeah. Totally. That's another level they connect on, too, because I think people have different levels of comfort with their gender expressions, and I think you know, Danny is really comfortable um, playing with his. So I think um, that's another potential reason why they might be a match. I do not feel comfortable in a skirt or sexy. Can I just say that? I just feel chafy and like I'm constantly pulling it down. Yeah, actually, same. I I was just thinking that too. Dress, dress is fine. Uh, I could do a dress. But a skirt. Yeah, I love. I feel very sexy in dresses. I do not feel sexy in skirts. <laughs> Anywho, that's my Let gender expression. Maybe skirts are better for men. Dresses. True. We might be. You get a nice breeze under your your, your balls. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to find a nicer way to say it. That was, I was like, Underneath yes. your balls, seven in the glory. So Basin and Amber do this cute little like Miss Jello, Miss Hello. Uh, <laughs> so random and hilarious. Fortune teller. Yeah, yeah. That was good. I love. I, that was really it's a fun game. <laughs> so Jonathan asks, "Will my perfect match go camping?" And then Miss Jello says, "Your perfect match will go camping as long as glitter is involved." <laughs> also, like I didn't realize Jonathan was into camping. Well, Jonathan was on Naked and Afraid. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, we need to watch that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could do a bonus episode about Don't that. let us forget to watch that. <laughs> okay. Well, I think his, uh, his whole look, I feel like, makes me think he likes camping. Actually. Yeah, and he probably, like, collects little plants and makes little outfits out of them. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> puts them in his hair and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously the, the other Miss Jello and Miss Pello thing that was hilarious was asking if Justin made other connections in the house versus if Max made other connections in the house. And that was super hilarious. Yeah. You're lying! Yeah. <laughs> Amber? I feel like the Brooklyn accent or New York accent or whatever came out strong. Yeah, oh, I recorded myself doing it because I didn't want to forget how it goes. But Trey, like, do, she goes, you're doing it. You're doing it. That's her, her accent. It's like, you're doing a great job. Do it. <laughs> right? That doesn't sound sure, very New York, sure. but if you recorded it, then we'll post that to Instagram. Okay. 
<laughs> um, and then they talked to Paige, Paige and Bissett kind of got on her case about like is she being open and that kind of led to um, her emotions coming out and we learned about her ex who claimed her and called her weak for having emotions I loved all the crap yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially from Remy, dreamy <laughs> Remy crying. <laughs> yeah. so thing, Remy is so sweet. Like, I think he's gotten, like, this reputation, apparently, like, both out in the world and a little bit on the show as being this, like, player, and he's, like, so tough, and he knows all, and, but he's, like, such a marshmallow. <laughs> I think he's really sweet. The crying made remember how he lost points with me when he yelled at, mm-hmm. at jonathan uh, he got those points back yeah all mm-hmm. oh, right you said he was like a 16 out of 10 and went down to like a 10 what's he at again no? i think he's back up to like a 14. oh 14 okay cool <laughs> i'm in love with him you guys <laughs> yeah it was really sweet because so obviously Paige was really upset but then remy heard that Paige was upset and then Remy got sad that Paige was sad that he was making her sad. Like, it was like, she, she's crying at the thought of being with me. Like, oh, fuck. These people are so goddamn emotionally mature, except for Kai. I, like, can't even handle it. There was a moment when Jenna um, talked about being there for Paige because Paige was there for her. And mm-hmm. I think that they potentially are another match, and part of the, the math and the strategy works out with them being a match in a few different cases. So I think that's just oh. something to, to note. Um, the page mm. What about Danny and Amber? Damber. Amber. Great name. Have, have they ever had a conversation? I just. I don't, I don't think so, but there was something, and I can't remember, I have it in order. So I think it might have actually been a later conversation with Danny and Kai when um, Kai, Danny was saying what he needs. And what he said was, I need compromise. I need funny. I need smart. I need curious. And I wrote Amber because everyone's always saying that Amber's funny. Amber's like the funniest one. Yeah. Is anyone else funny? I don't know, but Kai goes, oh, that's like me, which is so annoying. I'm like, that everyone... And so not true. I'm sorry. But I don't mean to, like, shit on Kai, but... He's like, you're describing me perfectly. I can't imagine a better description of who I am. Kai does not... This is going to sound really harsh, but he's just not... If he is, he doesn't really lead with his, like, intelligence and curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a low-key quality that he has about him. <laughs> I also want to say, so Remy came up and he was talking to this little cute cuddle party of Jenna, Max, and Justin. <laughs> I wrote that it was a cute cuddle party also. <laughs> it was, uh, well, Justin was in the middle looking really regal. Like he had like like a man and a woman on either side. And he was like this like, <laughs> cool. Basically, like a bisexual monarch or something. Like, seriously, he's like, he had a king and a queen, or his like queens, and I don't know. I thought they looked like they were like a cute little family. But, um, (laughs) but Justin said to Remy, just be vulnerable and show her you. Yes. I'm nominating him for the Dr. Frankie Award. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I thought that the moment, like, really, like, for me is like, oh, yeah, Dr. Frankie Award moment of the Mm -hmm. episode. 
Well, okay. I obviously would like to give him that too. Although, you know, he really actively wants it. He said it to me on Twitter and he said it to me in person that he's going for the triple crown. So I don't want to just like hand it to him. But I will say. That was just one award. Okay. But I just want to be cautious about just. I I want to, I mean, I put him down for that category too, (laughs) because, um, he knew about the Dr. Frankie award when he said that, because it was months True. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) He was just, (laughs) (laughs) um, good. He's not like DMing us and being like, hey, um, let me give you some really wise advice. (laughs) I know. Justin, we need some advice from you. What should I wear? Justin actually has really good fashion. Um, super quick, this Justin, Justin time. Uh-huh. This Justin, Justin time. Um, he told me that people were giving him a lot of shit on the show for not dressing well. And I didn't really notice that, but apparently, like, everyone would always tease him for being, like, the sloppiest dresser because he only wears, like, wife beaters and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to, like, step up his fashion game. So when I saw him, he was wearing this, like, two-piece, like, flowing, like, shirt and shorts outfit. And then, like, the collar had, like, a Greek key. And the whole rest was, like, a, like, this French sort of, like, Louis the Fourteenth like, Baroque pattern. And it was, like, really cute. Yeah. I, really I kind of that. want that outfit, I think, for myself. I know. Like it was good. So yeah, it was exactly like that. I was like, is this a one piece or a two piece? He's like, it's a two piece. And it, yeah, it was like, it was exactly like a pajama set, but like one you could wear out. Two piece pajama sets are very in right now. What a dream. Well, maybe totally. the growth is the fact that his fashion sense has grown. And that's this Dr. Frank. We can't just hand him this award, this triple crown just because he wants it. I'm going to get it this week. He didn't dress better right. in the episode. It's yeah. all about yeah. what happened in the episode. Um, <laughs> I'm really glad that other people, well, who went on the date again? Not Basit or Justin, right? No. That's Paige Chris. and Remy. I was uh, concerned that like Basit would, and, and Justin would just like go on all these dates and then it would be useless. So I'm really glad that Paige and Remy. Paige and Remy were the only like useful couple on the yeah. date, right? Yeah. yeah. Danny and Nor also went together and yeah. Max and Amber. Right. Yeah, that was pretty funny. They just talked about Justin the whole time. <laughs> and it's kind of like they always do this too on the show where like they don't let them pair off or they want to get into yeah. late in the season because yeah. they, they don't let them use the truth booth like they should be able to yeah. use it yeah. so it's like yeah have these random people based on this polling that we did so like, rude. and so it's like all right you're not going to learn anything from this yeah <laughs> so just a waste of although Paige and Remy is a good is a, is a solid truth because they were getting so close and, yeah so that was a waste Remy I noticed also he continually communicates by describing emojis he'll be like yeah. it was like a blush emoji with like a unicorn emoji does he do that in real life <laughs> uh i didn't hear him do that but i did also write down um like from this episode he talked about how he was hard eyes emojis but also kind of that weird drunk one that doesn't know what it's doing yeah. <laughs> and then he made the face perfectly it's oh. <laughs> like yes i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> he really knows his emojis yeah yeah and uh 
and then Paige found her emotions, Aww. which are real life emojis. Um, and it was just a really, it was just really beautiful that, that she was able to open up to him because he thought it was his fault that she didn't like him because of his reputation. And he was really upset about that, but it was really her own hesitance to open up or hesitation to open up because of her past. And it was just like, a beautiful moment that and yeah. then it rained ah. and then like it was one of those like cry worthy moments for everybody involved and like Remy has like red in his beard and ah. the sunlight and we didn't know that he had was like part ginger and <laughs> and, and that made me cry the most the most because I was like oh my god he has a beautiful red beard <laughs> um and he and he said that you know Paige makes him the best version of himself and he wants what's best for her and it was ah. and then Paige said when it started raining, she said, oh, golden shower. And uh, I don't know if she was joke, or if she was, like, calling, like, the sun shower a golden shower, but, like... That was exactly it. She had no idea. She did not know what a golden shower was. Remy confirmed. Oh, really? That's <laughs> so funny. Sarah, do you know what a golden shower is? I do. Sarah, what's up? <gasps> oh. When you pee on someone. All right. Yeah, she's growing. She's growing. That's Dr. Frank, you. Well, you know why I probably know that? It's because wasn't that a big scandal with yeah. Donald Trump? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, please, that guy. And R. Kelly. And so ah! apparently in the, in the real, <laughs> apparently in the real moment, like, she kept saying it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's sort of what, what Remy said to me was, like, she kept, Saying like golden shower, golden shower. <laughs> and he was like, I didn't know if she just didn't know what that meant, or if she was saying she was into that. <laughs> it's so crazy to think that Paige is twenty-one. Like she's just so young. So yeah. Like she's when you're that, now. yeah, when you're that young, you just don't know some things. Right. Yeah. Do you want to know how old Remy is? I just looked it up. <laughs> he's he twenty-six. No, he's twenty-seven. He's age appropriate for me. Oh my God, he's an old man. He's a daddy. If 27's a daddy, then I am a fucking elderly <laughs> grandpa. You're a wolf, Phil. Yeah. I mean, I guess we're all going to die from uh, the global warming anyway, so I guess it would make sense to say that someone in their 30s is in the winter of their life. Um, anyway, so we have any more from the date? No. I think we should just jump ahead to when they decided to, they had the matchup ceremony yeah. and they got, they did this whole, I mean, everyone knows what happened because they watched it. So it didn't work. I thought that was, I mean, Carrie came at it pretty strong. She was a bit um, manic, I would say, yeah. <laughs> for energy. Yeah, after the truth. Yeah, after the truth. Yeah. The truth. was like really harsh, I thought, toward the no match. She was like, Paige loves Remy's infatuation with her. But she needs to move on. She uh, was like very like I don't know. I just felt like harsh, and I feel like that's not true. Well, then she was just saying that because I think she might think that Paige is her mate, and she just like let's move on because yeah, now I'm mm -hmm. here. Maybe. She's always supported her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. And did you hear Ty say like you're making um, you're putting people down? Mm -hmm. I actually think um, at the viewing party they were saying that Kai or sorry they were saying that Carrie went off like even more like it was actually way bigger than what we saw oh, wow. Oh, wow. It looked <laughs> and Carrie was saying she was really glad they edited it oh, <laughs> oh my god That's she good. still looks like she's really <laughs> she really popped off yeah wasn't she like um, but evil or something 
The, or did I just? Yeah, she was on the like the couch. She, <laughs> she was, was like, she "You was guys need to do yeah. this." Yeah. But yeah. then they do some weird like math yeah. to somehow find out that Basit and Jonathan are a perfect match, nor and Jasmine are a perfect match. They pass around a spatula as like a talking stick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wrote, "We need, we need one of those." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't, I didn't really understand their logic in yeah. reasoning, but it was just like, okay, fine. I hope it's right. What if it's wrong? <laughs> I don't think it's wrong. I think it's right. Okay. Based on our. So now, so now that we know that they found out that Basit and Jonathan were a match, at that point. Again, we ask, why did they ask, why did they, the show, tell us that, like, three episodes I early? If, I wonder if it would have been a big, if it was, like, a bigger payoff to be like, yay, they figured it out. Yeah. Than if they had just come up with that and every, all the audience was like, what? Like, uh -huh. do they? You know, if we couldn't follow it? Mm -hmm. mm. Maybe. Oh, like, we, they did that, so we trusted that they were right? Oh, yeah. 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 We did. I was like, oh, good. They figured it out themselves. We right. don't have to, like, otherwise, worry about this. Yeah. Otherwise, I think I would have been like, wait, what is the logic that they're using? Like, I can't follow it. It's true. Perhaps. That's giving them a lot of credit. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, it's a really random decision. Oh, yeah. Um, and Basit goes, I told you, Hose, what was up from the jump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm really proud of them for actually making some real progress. And I wish we knew what was the result of that beam ceremony, match ceremony. I want to know so That was really that. upsetting. But of course, it's something they would do. <laughs> um, Nora and Jasmine. Oh, yeah. About them. Uh, they, it's funny because <laughs> uh, I think I mentioned this last time or two episodes ago when they were fighting. And and uh, Jasmine kept saying, "You know I'm not the one. Yeah. You know I'm not the one." That's and I was just true. like, "Oh, it's the best phrase to use because you are the one." Yes, and you they, are the one. Ah. Just like we're like, yes, this makes so much sense. We're yeah. Like popping off. Let's like have a picnic. Let's make out in the confessional. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah. Like, and then they talk about Jasmine's ranch, and Nora was like, oh my god, I've always wanted a ranch. And I was like, oh my god, I always wanted a ranch. And Nora has so much in common. I've always wanted a side of ranch. <laughs> um, Did you guys, when, when Nora said, I've been attracted to her since day one, were you guys like, what? Yeah. Like, like Nora was like, oh yeah, I knew this the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, interesting. It is pretty, it's pretty funny that Jasmine and Nora are a match and they were both trying to hook up with Kai. It's funny. And Kai's reaction is pretty good. Yeah. He's like, uh, did you see the party? <laughs> I mean, it's that Kai angle, right? Like, Kai getting in between. The love Kai angle. Yeah. Like, if Kai. Love Kai angle. The people that Kai hooks up with, essentially, like, it, pro it prolonged them not be finding each other in their own matches. Yeah, like, for sure. And, and also, get, then Danny's kind of sitting in the corner, like, eh, probably Aww. my match. Like, <laughs> so it's like. Like a broken little robot, man. <laughs> <laughs> but although, uh, Kai did say that he was resisting the fact that he was drawn to this big, dorky giant. And mm -hmm. I was like more open to it. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, I think they're drawn to each other on a deep friend level. Yeah. yeah. There have been. I don't see it being sexual. 
that just felt like they were friends. Yeah. And that was it. Um, but they, uh, I mean, maybe I'm reading into the clip too much, but that Kai in the clip for two weeks from now was like, this is just that we just found this out or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. We, don't we know. just found this out. We just found this out. <laughs> so during the matchup ceremony, Max is like so stressed. And Justin is like comforting him and being so sweet. And he just kept like, I just, every time Justin like turned to Max to like put his hand on his back or like his arm or his leg or just like check in with him, I was just like, oh, this is so sweet. Like, yeah. I want that. Not from Justin. So, so, so sweet. <laughs> from Remy. <laughs> I want it from Remy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure enough people want it from Justin. Um, also, and then that's when Max said he has a lot more at stake than other people because mm -hmm. he's finding out deeper shit than answers. Mm -hmm. um, meaning, you know, he understanding what it's like to be in love with someone, as yeah. we learned last week. Yeah. Um, and all, and you know, he's saying all he is anxious because all he does is imagine all the what ifs. Right. Yeah. He's so afraid of losing the first person he's ever fallen in love with. Yeah. And that's we all feels like for that. Yeah, deeply. that that would be really sad. Like, I feel like everyone's first love it probably wasn't like just someone's like no actually you're not supposed <laughs> to be together right. it's usually like a um but what about that leg stroke during that conversation uh yes yeah. yes how justin was lightly stroking Max's leg i was like someone please lightly stroke my leg like that was so 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 cute and another thing that makes Justin a contender for the best advice award is because my notes, my notes. I want to get this perfect. Well, he says, um, Max is like, it's going to rip my fucking heart off. <laughs> no, Max is like, he's going to rip my fucking heart out. And Justin says, that's an if scenario and you shouldn't dwell on it. I mean, and then Max is like, that's all I do is imagine what if. And Justin says, think of all the, think of the best case scenario. Find your perfect match where you can be happy knowing that the search is over. No more worrying, no more stress. We found our perfect match. Yeah. Oh. He's the winner. Oh. The all right. Seal the deal. <gasps> so cute. Like, why are you dwelling on, like, you could just as easily be dwelling on the, the bad or the good. We have no idea. Like, dwell on the good, man. That's so cute. Yeah. Justin is really just exceeding just... all expectations, which is hard to do because expectations of Justin are high at this point. <laughs> oh, my God. Jack's mania is real out there on the interwebs. <laughs> and they we even used, part of it. Yeah, and they even used it to name the episode. <laughs> yeah, it all comes down to Jack. Oh, yeah, because Remy was saying uh, at the watch party, he's like, um, uh, you know the show, Are You the One? Or as Twitter would have you believe it, Are You the Jacks? <laughs> that was pretty funny. And it just, it made me think like, cause I was like, okay, there are all these like Jack stands that they call them on Twitter yeah. who have like fake, and I know a lot of you are our followers and our devoted listeners. So I'm not dissing you, but I'm just making an observation that a lot of you have like entire Twitter identities dedicated to Jax. And I was kind of like, this is so odd. But then I remembered like when I was 15, 16, 14, like I was obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio and I had, I mean, I guess maybe a little bit younger, but I'm trying to think of like how old are these people that have Jax 
Twitters. I mean, could they be 12, 13, 14? Also, also one thing that's but cool it's like, that is, um, just think yeah. about you're obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio, this like young straight actor. They're obsessed with like a bi couple on a rental, yeah. and a lot yeah. of them are like not necessarily queer. So I think that's really awesome that they become this mm -hmm. icon as a couple for the straight community as well, or for young people to see like to to root for like two men being in love is just really yeah, cool. it's really cool. But Chelsea, that's you brilliant. More about like the poster versus like the Twitter account, right? Versus yeah, yeah. But I, I also just want to acknowledge that that was fucking brilliant, Phil. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's true. It's true. No, no, no. And I, I know that you you acknowledge that too. But um, yeah, it's just, it's sort of like, it's the, it's the 2019 equivalent, I think, of like covering your room in posters. Because I was like totally obsessed with anything like Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, like they, they want that content because yeah, he's there, both of them. Are like their new pop icons. It's wonderful. A poster of Jacks in my room. <laughs> Someone can make that. Maybe happen. we can get them to sign it. Yes, that would be a dream. A creepy, creepy dream. <laughs> um, Just put it in my locker. Yeah. Um, Phil's board. <laughs> No, we just are running out of time. Yeah, we're, we're running out a little bit out of time. So, I have a fuck, marry, kill. Okay. Sweet. Probably going to be really easy to do it since we have three perfect matches. Yeah. Then mm. do uh, Jax. Just kidding. <laughs> we're, they're not confirmed yet. Um, Asia and Brandon. So, like, couples. Yeah. So, like, yeah, Asia yeah, and Brandon, yeah. Lauren, Jasmine, and Visit and Jonathan. Oh, I would I know what Is I it hard? I would okay. marry Basit and Jonathan. I would fuck Nora and Jasmine and I would dump from the island. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Dump from the island. Aisha and Brandon. Okay. Wait, dump from an Wait, island. Wait, I'm sorry. Super <laughs> quick. Why would you dump from the island for Aisha and Brandon? I barely know them. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't know them. That's so sad. So you're like that whole thing where it's like one person you know versus like a hundred people on a bridge. You would like kill the hundred people on the bridge. No, I would just marry Basit and Jonathan because I like them, and I would fuck Nora and Jasmine because I feel like that would be fun. And I, I feel like you'd get your head beat bitten off like a praying mantis. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that what we all want? Yeah, it's just like sexual just the one time. Um, I will do something a little bit a little different that's a bit different um i would ma i would marry Bissett and jonathan and then i would fuck asia and brandon and i would kill jasmine and nor and they would probably still bite my head off as i did it but <laughs> that's what it's for oh but they're on an island sorry i guess i would put them in the honeymoon suite that's basically what an island is yeah Send them to the honeymoon. You dump them off the island into a little boat. Because <laughs> oh, they're dead? Or? On Love Island, they say dump from the island. Oh, so that's oh, what I say. Okay. <laughs> okay. What would you do, Phil? Oh, it's actually really tough um, for me. I, I guess I would marry the Sid and Jonathan as well. But it's really a toss-up because I, I'm, I think that all four of the others are very attractive. Um, I mean, I, I was always into Asia, like, mm -hmm. and Brandon is really cute too. So I like them. But then I like, I just something about like the fiery passion of like a Jasmine Noor, like, fuck, <laughs> would, yeah. would, would like be really great, really cool to be part of. I just don't know if like I could 
handle it. <laughs> so maybe I'll have to <laughs> stick with Asia and Brandon <laughs> because of that. Um, yeah. And you, Chelsea? Well, I think that Aisha and Brandon are the couple that we know the least about. However, we have to circle back to the beginning and remember that Aisha is hot as fuck. And remember when she was like going around kissing everybody and remember when she just like sort of came out of the room, we were like, damn, Aisha, you're awesome. And also let's not underestimate Brandon's amazing body. Um, he almost won the Dr. Frankie Award for best toned arms last week don't remember he's got a great body uh, all of that said um i think that they would be like a sort of level like a like a like a steady sort of vibe so i would actually marry them mm. i would fuck Bissett and jonathan because it would be very creative mm. and we'd be covered in glitter mm. and i would kick Nora and jasmine off the island because it's fucking nor <laughs> Yeah, all, good, all good answers, actually. I, I really appreciate this discussion. Um, I have to go. Yeah, so. Finish up those Dr. Frankie awards real quick, yeah? Oh, yeah. So we gave the one to Justin. The other ones are the toned arms and most growth. growth. Yeah. Super quick, I think Paige actually should get the Dr. Frankie award for most growth. Yes. And that was because she actually said my favorite line of the whole night, which is... If Remy and I come back a perfect match, we set a foundation of welcoming vulnerability and patience. Beautiful. Since that was like, fuck, so emotionally woke. Yeah. Um, it really opened up this episode, too. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I just want to quickly nominate Justin for the Most Toned Arms Award because I touched his arms. And I was going to tweet this, but it sounded really extra and, and weird, so I'll say it here. His arms are like the Grand Canyon. I would gladly perish while taking a selfie. I also didn't say because I think I might be going to the Grand Canyon next week. So delete this if I die. Um, but his arms are so... Hear you. <laughs> What's that? This podcast is a safe space and no one will hear you. <laughs> but his, his arms are like, uh, they make a lasting impression. Such that like he kept coming back and there was a moment when me and Justin and Remy and Paige were all standing talking to each other. And I had one hand on Justin's arm and the other hand on Remy's arm and just like feeling them. And it was incredible sensation. <laughs> I would love everyone to have one day. I hope we all have But that. Justin's were better. Okay, so we can <laughs> give it to Justin as well. There's no contest right now. Um, haircut, I mean. Phil, let's give it to you. What? Yeah, let's give it to you. you All right. Have a very I wasn't getting haircut any haircuts right on the show. I didn't realize I was eligible, but um, <laughs> sure, I'll take the Dr. Frankie word for haircut. Why not? Great. So we're so excited to uh, finally see the results in a couple of weeks. Uh, stay tuned. The Nosh Podcast, if you want to get in touch with us, find us on Instagram, email us at Gmail, tweet at us. You know what's up. We love you guys. Bye. Like, review, and subscribe. Love you. Bye. Podcast. Say hello to the people who care. Nothing's better than friends. The Nosh Podcast. Cause you know that your friends are.